Hi, this is Mr. Bean, member of the WAC Pack. Um, and when I'm not busy, I'm listening to Sex Bar Talk with my mom. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Pop Rocks. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. That, that would be me. And my son is a stand-up comic, mime clown, and... If you didn't know, AGT's Human Fountain. No one knows what AGT is. America's Got Talent. That's correct. My claim to fame, I can spit water in a very choreographed way. Um, Into other men's mouths. And we we host this podcast with the hope of entertaining you. And, And bring a little joy and humor into your lives. And if you get some tips on your sex life, and if it destigmatizes any of the conversation around sex, then that's also a benefit. We've done our job. Speaking of that, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that preliminary little shout out from Mr. Bean. I Mr. guess we now have this whack pack. <laughs> Mr. Bean is the first official member of the whack pack. He suggested putting pop rocks up his rectum, and we said, well, You must be in our whack pack. If you want to get in touch with us, join our whack pack. Give us a, a voicemail or text at yes, text mom. That's our number. If you want to get in the whack pack, there's going to be a lot of vetting going on, so you need to really prove your stuff. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we are so grateful when you guys... Wait, should we tell them what this episode is about before we get it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we sure, why not? Okay, we, had an, we have an awesome guest on the show today. Her name is Marnie. Marnie the wing girl. Yeah, she she is the owner and the the, mag- the brains behind winggirlmethod.com. She's, she's basically a dating coach. And Cam grilled her. Oh, I grilled her. (laughs) He grilled the shit out of her. She also has a podcast called the Ask Women Podcast. And I found that right when they'd started like four years ago. I never knew you were binging her podcast. I I went through a phase where I was just, I was listening a ton because I wanted to learn about uh, dating because I was obviously unsatisfied with my dating life. But you meanwhile, like said, oh yeah, we based our podcast on all these episodes that I've listened to. And I'm like, I never heard her episodes I, ju- I just said she influenced, she influenced uh, maybe even on an unconscious level. Well, to... Howard Stern influenced me. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> Hence the Whack Pack. We are coming up with different names for the Whack Pack. So if you hey. have a better one, let us know. Yeah, just by texting. Yes, text mom. Yes. Anyway, so this episode with Marnie uh, is wonderful. It, it really... It's super beneficial if you're interested in getting something, if you're changing something at all about your relationship or dating life. And what I mean by that is like, if if you are not currently dating and you're completely satisfied with your, your relationship, there's probably a way to optimize it or to figure out how to enhance it. And, you know, for me, this, is, this was... For I, you, you I'm, had an individual... I got a free counseling session, session, which is what you guys are about to hear. Yeah, get ready for a roller coaster. It's it's great because she like she she pretty much like puts you on the spot there, and you had like a eHarmony questionnaire. I did, I did. I I think I learned. She changed a lot of what I should um, expect in a relationship, or at least in my dating life. I definitely think that she said that, and I think that we ultimately all three came up with the idea that maybe you should find a cougar. You came up with this idea, all right? But she agreed. Anyway, she, uh, she, she, we talk about, you know, trying to figure out 
what you want in particular. We also chat about how you move yourself from like setting yourself up for a relationship versus like a casual friends with benefits type of situation. That that was extremely valuable information because you can... Uh, she was saying, "You come out. You come across as a, uh, a boyfriendy kind of guy." Yeah. So, so we get into so it. So, how do you get yourself out of that boyfriendy kind of guy role? She gives you the tips right here. So, yeah. This. In other words, how do you become a fuck boy? So the Buddha has a. I'm going to take in some Buddha shit right oh, now. Oh, here we go. We have three Buddhas the, sitting at our Buddha, desk here, looking at us. The Buddha often talks talked about how suffering is caused by a discrepancy between what you have and what you want. So that's where stress exists, oh, right? Oh, and you have a discrepancy because what you want and and what you have are two different things. Exactly. So, are you sure that you want something? Right. So so that's the first question If it, to figure out what exactly you do want. And so the Buddha, I mean, he basically was like, well, stop desiring things that much and then you'll immediately have what you want. You look around and that'll be that. And you'll be blissful as fuck. Some might interpret his teachings to say that. and another, But another way is to, if you do want something else, to identify it and actually go and change your approach to getting to, to in your habits to get what you want. And and so that this this gets into that conversation. So you're saying Marnie is secretly a Buddhist. Oh. She may not even know she's a Buddhist. Actually, I think so. Her teachings are Buddhist teachings. Well... Not really. I, I think they're actually more Western. The Western religions would probably be more in line with Marnie's approach. Marnie is like, if you want something, change your approach to go get it. Whereas the Buddha is like, okay, if you if you want something, try to f- realize that nothing is really wor- worth grasping for and and clinging on to. You know what? We are really going into We're this. We're going off the deep end here. Okay. Right. So anyway, you- she's wonderful. This episode is wonderful. I think you guys will very much enjoy it. It's an interesting discussion. Um, and thank you very much for all our listeners who have left us reviews. We've, we're up to 215. You guys Woo-hoo. are sweethearts. And you know how to leave a review. You go to the iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, and there's a review tab. And all you have to do is press the tab and write a beautiful little review about us, and we will read some of the ones that we particularly resonate with. So here we go. Love, love, love. Five stars by L. Aldrich. Ellie, my vision is going. Astigmatism. <laughs> Holy shiz, I saw Cam on EGT, and when I heard he had a podcast, I took, had to, to look it up. And how does this not have five stars? Y'all are freaking hilarious, and this podcast made my day. Subscribed, of course. I love Ellie. Thank you, Ellie. That was very sweet of you. And I agree. I don't know how this doesn't have... This is four and a half stars. It's because there are some punks out there that don't like when I talk to my mom about sex. Yeah. So support us by giving us a five-star rating. And uh, there's another wonderful way to actually become very close with us because we love our Patreon members so much. We're actually going to be putting up a bonus episode where mom talks about uh, how to pick up a cougar. This is with Marnie. um, It's really, really... It, it, it nails it, and uh, I think you guys are going to like that. It's a bonus episode. It's it on Patreon. It only can be found on Patreon. Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. And you could join for as little as a dollar. That's it. A dollar. What do you, what do, you do? A dollar can't really even get you. I don't even think you can get a bus ride with a dollar. All right. So anyway, Patreon is a way you could support us and get some free content and pictures. Stuff that you never get. And you get to message us. Okay. 
Speaking of messaging, let us know if you have a better name for the whack pack. But in the meantime, let us know your thoughts on this episode. Yeah, we will be doing the Monday morning after show where on Monday we will be talking about all of all of your thoughts, comments, stories, questions. We might read some of them. We will read some of them. And we might hear some of them. Yeah, especially if you leave a voicemail, you're very likely to get played. This is the longest fucking intro I've ever done. (laughs) All right. And let me tell you about something. The birds and the bees and the marnies of the wingies. Okay, they're getting worse. I I don't know. It really is bad. I'm going down the deep end. Enjoy. Marnie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're excited to have you. I am excited too. I think it's so interesting that the two of you do a show together. Ah, and I'm do. glad that you reached out to me. I felt flattered. Well, yours. I, I was just telling you in the elevator that your podcast uh, helped me date like starting four years ago. Well, and then I was saying you're still single, so I, I've been doing a horrible job. <laughs> yeah, I have. I, I'll take ownership for you that. You can yeah. lead like, a horse to water, but you ex- can't thank make you. Them drink. Thank That's you. Exactly right. But uh, a lot of my clients think that I should be able to make them drink, but. I'm not able to. But yes, lead a horse to water. Give you the proper information. You're full of wisdom. So I wanted to see if we can first dive into like how to meet people because I think that's like the first obstacle that I've been. Well, first let's find out the name of your show and everything. Oh, okay. Well, my show is called the Ask Women Podcast, but my business is called the Wing Girl Method where I coach men around the world on how to attract, date, seduce, get, and keep any woman they want if they choose to keep her. There you go, Cam. You hear that? Yes. And I did want to know, like, is this... Like pickup artist stuff, or is this a different? Category? No, I I don't even know how to make a routine or give people lines. To be honest, I I'm, agree. It's not, people have labeled me as the first ever female pickup artist or the number one female pickup artist, <laughs> but I'm not. I think I think that there was such limited options out there for men in terms of self help and dating advice that it all got lumped into one category of pickup artistry. But lately, it's been segmenting off into different sectors. So I'm a dating coach or more so an attraction coach because oh, I teach I men like about how to coach. create attraction and really be attracted to themselves. So these is, Oh, I like that too. Yeah. So this is if someone if someone is not attractive and they are like, "Oh my god, no one wants to talk to me." You can kind of convince them how to be charming or Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Well, Everybody's attractive. They just have right, to Right, like right. Clear off all the crap on top of them. Oh, okay. So what's like the no, like is there a, a nutshell version of like what you usually tell people? A nutshell version. <laughs> I know this is like a very extensive um, process. But. Yeah. Well, the first, okay, the key thing to my method and to the Ask Women podcast is that in order to get what you want, you have to ask for it. That's that's the nutshell. So you have to work up the courage to ask for it. You have to know what you want, and you have to be clear, concise, and comfortable asking for what you want. And then you can get anything that you want, or at least be okay with it if you don't get it. Oh wow. So I guess the first barrier to that is like, what if you don't know what you want? Well, you should figure it out. And that's what I help people do. <laughs> yeah. How do you figure it out? You ask yourself questions. You let me ask you questions. And all of my programs I have, I mean, it's going to be overwhelming for some people to hear, but like a list of 50 questions to ask yourself to get to know you better. Because when oh, you're walking around like aimlessly saying, I don't know what I want or who I want and I have no boundaries and I have no limitations and I have no expectations then you're you're walking around like a mishmash of of useless information. The mm-hmm. more that you know about yourself and what you want and who you want, then you can say, yes, no, not for me. Or whatever the person's doing in front of you, not in line with what it is that I want for my life. It helps you be more selective and helps you really evaluate the people in front of you. If you don't know what you want, you're willing to accept anything yeah. because you don't know who you are and you don't know why you're valuable. Is so. there a key question that is like pretty like 
eye-opening that people wouldn't think to ask themselves? I would say that most people I work with would say I do have questions that, that give them that response. I, I think I ask a lot of questions. So for each person, it's a different thing. But I think at the very core of it, it's it's what is it that you want? I know that's a simple question mm. that's very in line with what I was saying before. Right. It's not an eye-opening question, but I think so many people haven't asked themselves that in the past or don't realize that they can have what they want mm. or they get to choose what they want that I think once they read a lot more of my material and realize that they can Mm-hmm. ask for what they want that it's pretty empowering for them mm-hmm. it's about self-awareness to me too if, yeah, absolutely if you don't know yourself how is someone else going to be a mind reader and know you absolutely and like i i sexy it up obviously you know what right, i do is i right. coach men how, on how to understand women and get women well so yeah and also i i put that on the women too as far as like you know people want you to be a mind reader about sex for example and you can't be a mind reader if you don't. How can I read someone, a guy's mind, for example, if he doesn't know the way he likes to have an orgasm? Or the same, conversely, like a woman who doesn't masturbate, how is she, the guy how supposed is she going to know? Gonna know? Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. So it's all about like, first you have to know yourself. What are your passions? What do you, what do you want to do with your life? You know, what are your goals? Well, you know, and then, and then mind and body, and then you can be able to go out in the world and figure out like who you're going to be wanting to be attracted to. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So we're, like even, we're in sync there, Marnie. Yes. Good. I'm glad. So what, so you're, you're able to f- help people figure out what they look, what they want and then go after go it. Go after it. Yeah. You make a map and you make a path and then it becomes easier. Is that the main obstacle to finding what you want or is there something else that you find? It's the often? first step to figuring out. Okay. What you can get. It's the first question I always get asked. It's like, yeah. how, well, it's usually mine is involving older women. How do I attract a cougar? Right? That's like, that's what they And what's your response? You wear the cougar spray. <laughs> no, that's not my response. <laughs> that would be some people's response. No, here, just my, 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 mine is the same way. What, what, you know, it's about self-awareness, you know, figure out who you are and then, you know, just don't be fearful about it. Just five, four, three, two, one, go up and talk to them. <laughs> there you go. I'm bringing up the Mel Robbins five second rule again, but you need but it's, to it's push one, two, three, yourself, yeah, like absolutely. just push her down the slide, go up to that person, introduce yourself, ask her compelling questions like, what are your passions? Don't walk up and say some pickup line like you're really hot or you're, you know, one guy was like, oh, is your last name Campbell? Because you are good. I mean, it's like the worst <laughs> lines ever. I feel like those are going to come back, though, at some point. Like, pickup oh, yeah. lines, if you pull those off well, they're freaking funny. Like, the, tr- the truth I is, is exactly yeah, what you were yeah. saying before. I keep about- remembering that, so it obviously worked. Yeah, exactly. It caught your attention. Yeah. It, it's what happens after that line the that's second more line. important. The first and- line is not hard. The second line is harder. Yeah. So, like, I tell guys that it's not about what you say, it's about how you say it. And if some guy came up to me and did that Campbell's line and he kind of said it like, I know I'm being super cheesy, but like I'm owning this right now, mm-hmm. that would perk my ears up. It would, in some way, I using, would bite back Using humor, him. using humor. Yeah. Using humor works well. But if you don't have that base to start off with of, I'm really comfortable with who I am, or I'm going to try and be comfortable with who I am mm-hmm. and just go for it, like that boldness, women can feel that instantly. So if you don't mm-hmm. have that in place, then you could say the most magical panty dropping 100% approved line and it's going to fall flat for you. No, I think Cam, like for example, not that you're oh the boy. guinea pig here, but Cam could use his comedy because he's so funny, you know, and it, it's like I, anybody that uses humor can immediately get women. I mean, I'm convinced of it. Thank you for yeah. thinking I'm funny, mom. Uh, I, 
I found it thanks, very mom. yeah. Thanks, mom. I I found it actually quite challenging to be some. It totally depends on the night for me. Like mm-hmm. some nights, I'm like feeling good. I'm feeling confident. I can go up. I'm in just in a jokey mood, and I can just talk to someone. But then other times, I'm like insecure. I'm intimidated. I'll I'll go up to someone who I think is attractive, and I'll I'll like be this. I I have the the default of like going into like a darker, more serious philosophical part of me okay. that it, it kind of like pushes i, th- I think it it's pushes. is that what you do when you're nervous you go to something more serious uh maybe that, that that's one defense mechanism I think. is it wow i think so this yeah is, this okay. is a, you were here for how long and all of a sudden you got right to the core of cam's yeah <laughs> well no cam's this is no, I, he got to I, the core, but he was yeah. saying this yeah no but I it's asked, interesting do you know how to, how to fix that? that i was gonna ask you how do you you, fix you honestly just announce it out loud so once you start to notice it you can adjust it either on your own and just say like okay now i'm being too serious and you can pre-program yourself so like if you know that this is a habit that you break into mm-hmm. when you do get nervous in front of somebody you can have an example of something that you've said in a lighter situation that you can pull out of your back pocket and say okay what i'm noticing that i'm getting really serious i can just lean on this joke or this quote or this whatever it is to get me into a lighter mood or the best thing that i think is really to just say it out loud like oh my god i'm super serious right now okay because <laughs> then you yeah. can make light it of it good. Yeah. and then switch it up yeah and then it gets it off of your shoulders of like she must be thinking i'm being so super deep and serious right and being and being self-conscious about it yeah i i would you feel comfortable doing that yeah i mean you, you just saw at lunch i went up to like one of my favorite comedians and like gave him a straw because he gave me a straw the last time he saw me like years ago. That's it, cool. Who it, was it? It was great. Uh, Nathan Fielder. Okay. I don't uh, know who that is. Uh, Nathan for you? He's like, no, it's no. In kind of an obscure comedy show. But it's very, very It's very funny. funny. Okay. Funny. I love it. I'm out of the comedy world. Even though Kristen is my co-host and she's a comedian, Aww. I'm very out of it. I think that's a rare occurrence though. Uh, if I see a comedian, I can kind of muster up the courage to do this. But uh, I found that it's much easier if I'm like at a party or I've met someone through friends where there's like a reason to be talking to each other versus if I'm at like a random bar or something to, or walking down the side of the street or even in yoga class. It's like super challenging to like even say yeah, hi to someone. because it's a complete stranger. Complete you have, stranger. You don't know why you're really approaching them. Yes. Listen, that's, that's a normal thing. And I would say like the, the, the chance of that actually becoming something is not really that oh big. wow the, the number one place to meet people is through your friends and now online as well or through apps in some way so mm-hmm. those, those are the better places to spend your time on but if you do want to master like street game or you know what other pick, what, whatever pickup artists are teaching you about mm-hmm. how to approach random people then that just takes practice of doing it like like going I agree and with that doing too. it day after day because no matter what it's going to take a while to get over that hump of oh my god I'm like randomly approaching a person right. on the street and you can use my method for breaking into conversation which is called OSA Okay. So it's observe, share, and ask. And if you've listened to my podcast, mm. you've heard me talk about it Jeez, a million times. Marty, I feel like we were like sisters in a prior life or Why? something. Why? Do you teach this stuff too? Did you, I, Did you I steal always, it from me? No, I didn't <laughs> even know that it existed until just now. Oh, so. But here's my my idea. Is like usually I just, because I've tried to do the reverse and walked around the room, you talk about something in your environment. Like you yeah. just talk about, oh, look what's on TV. Or or if the person's wearing, my boyfriend's a master at this. If the person has tattoos, to talk about the tattoos or talk about it, what, what the necklace is or something in the environment. Yeah. So you're not talking like, you're not pick, trying to pick someone up. You're just talking about things like you talk to another of the same sex. 
person that yeah. you're not intimidated by. Yeah. But no matter what, at the end of the day, that is, is going to carry a, a different level of stress mm-hmm. compared to talking to mm-hmm. somebody who you yeah. sort of have a reason to be talking to. If you're meeting somebody through a friend, you have some sort of connection already. When you're meeting a random person, you don't know what your connection is other than the fact that you're walking on the same street or you're going to the right. same mall. But those are the things that you can lean on at first and then you can segue into other things because women will give you information to use even Mm -hmm. if it's one word or two words or whatever it is and you can build Mm -hmm. on that one word or two words because each of those words you have an association with and as a comedian you're really good at making associations so it makes it easier for you and observing and making having good interesting twists on the observations that's Mm. the benefit to being a comedian because you can do something with that information a lot of people are not wonderful observers Hmm. or association makers but you get the benefit because you can have fun with it so the observation of you're not talking very much oh do you like only one word answers you know who i know who makes one word like you could have an association with it to make fun of like i don't know charlie chaplin and bring him into this this scenario as well because you're quick-witted you can tie that in but it does take practice to and it's be a balance too to yeah. okay he, he doesn't want to be like on stage you know you can't like you well be the careful. truth is is that in the beginning of approaching you are on stage because mm. you you are presenting yourself to this individual who knows nothing about you who mm-hmm. could be afraid of you and in today's climate as well is like worried what you're going to do yeah. because you're a random person approaching her but the more that you can share through your body language through your facial gestures and through the words that come out of your mouth the more you can alleviate some of that fear mm. from her mm. now what it, if the girl's name is leslie or or uh natalie uh, why, why? why what's going on leslie all and natalie? girls that, that he's attracted to are named no here's the leslie. here's what happens my mom is convinced that their name is natalie and oh, i don't so think i've ever dated natalie? a natalie all right maybe leslie i at one point went through three dating three different leslie's nice. <laughs> That's where okay Here's okay. your thing. So They're very if unusual I hear Leslie, names. Oh, really? I know so many Leslies. My really? aunt's name is Leslie. When yeah, I no, I'm very unusual for someone in their 20s. Yeah, that is Maybe true. Maybe not unusual. It, yeah, it is an unusual name. Yeah. But, so that's why I say, I'm just, I'm lightening it up. I'm lightening the mood a little here. Well, but let's hear what's going on with you and dating. That's, that is an issue. I love you. Get right down to it. Uh, the, I think. Or there is no issue. You're in your 20s. You're having fun. N- not, well, yes. not really. <laughs> Okay. So I, I, am kind of, I, I find myself often in a bind okay. where I would love the companionship of someone. Um, but then when I actually start spending time with them, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't want to spend any time with this person. I, oh like, really? Yeah. I often don't, I, I find, I, I just am like, I, there are few people I actually enjoy. Are you an introvert? With. Maybe. No. He he literally I, said he wasn't he did not have fun spending time with me recently on a podcast. It was that I I rescinded that statement. That was a mean <laughs> statement. I did not mean it. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think that is a. So you just need time to recharge and alone time. Yeah. Or you really do not enjoy them. <laughs> it's hard to find someone that I'm both very attracted to and also very it's wanting stimulated to spend. By it. But I yeah. think that's normal okay. too, right? If, if it was so easy, people would be matching up like crazy. It's well, just, it just depends because maybe the people that you're approaching are people that you think you can get as opposed to the people that you want. So you may not, are you going after the people that you want? Like, do you enjoy them in the beginning and then just are like, yeah, this isn't so exciting anymore. It's hard to even find people that I, I want. Okay. Yeah. That's not really that abnormal, to be honest, especially because you 
are in your 20s and you're probably focused on your career. So exactly. if somebody's yeah. going to take your time away, That's they better be is. pretty spectacular. Yeah, yeah. totally. Exactly so that. I get that. If you're fo- And plus you're a man, so you're single focused on your career right now. So it's hard to be jointly as focused on women. Man, so it, very, yeah. very astute. Exactly. Well, I'm, it, it's, Thanks, it's nice that you're kind of like, like, because a lot of my questions are like, how much should I expect to really get along with someone um, when dating when dating them like is it something that i just you just learn to appreciate over time I will or is say like that this is like a thing for people in their 20s and it's a trend because i think there's first of all there's so much stimulus out there there's so many things mm. available to you the that can catch your attention. Is there. like think wait even now i have a i have a four-year-old and an 18 month old oh. and i think about like Jeez. like them outside of school they have movies and youtube and this and that and flashy things like for them to then go to school afterwards and have to like color and paint <laughs> that must be it's like so one-dimensional and yeah. like, not yeah. so, like my, my son does like it but like of course he likes tv and like flashy things way better mm-hmm. so i can imagine the same thing is with dating like there's so many things that are out there and it's totally like, there's so many fun options of things to do that are virtual and real right that to then partner up is like oh wait yeah it's not as exciting totally. so it's not a goal for a lot of people it's exactly. a, it's almost like in porn also draw not, not oh yeah not for, in sure. per, for, for example he doesn't really watch it from my knowledge no, done. I've said several times yeah. I'm not a huge porn watcher, but right. But I think porn really uh, like makes it so super easy, especially with now with sex bots too and cam girls and everything. That why would people want to bother with real women? You know, that's I mean that is the like I, I know I'm going to be obsolete soon because people <laughs> aren't going to be wanting to be with real women because there's so many other exciting things. My sister is 27 years old. She has the most fun life ever. And she's like, why would I want a relationship right now? I'm just going to slow me down. We were walking just about a half hour ago. And I was saying, I envy, you know, I have a boyfriend, living boyfriend, but I envy not having to account to anybody, you know, because he was saying, he's like, what age would you want to be? I go, your age. If I could do it over again, I want to be your age because you don't have to account to anybody. You could just do your own thing. You can, you want to go travel, you travel. The only thing I do is show up for your job and that's it. Make money. Exactly. Well, you don't have to either. How old is your brother? 24. Yeah, so you're fine. You can go do the same thing. What? 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 Well, you don't have to be accountable either. Oh, no, 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 no. I, would, I have to be accountable to my partner. I can't just go and... Like, oh, but I thought you were saying to your partner, you don't have to be accountable to anybody. No, no. I was saying to Cam. Oh, Cam okay. Gotcha. Have, I Sorry. Asked her, I asked yes, her exactly. what, you, what yeah, how old she'd want to be. I thought you were saying your boyfriend. Okay. No, him, I, I, you know, we respect each other. You know, we're going to say, like, what are you doing this weekend? Do you care if I do this? Or even, you know, whatever. You just, you're checking in all the time. I know, but to not have to ask somebody is pretty nice. Isn't that nice? Oh, it, do you yeah. want me to wait to see this movie with you? Yeah, yeah it's really right. freaking I, Or annoying. this TV series. I wanted to binge watch something, you know. You don't want to do that alone. Yeah. yeah. But I'm just as bad, so, yeah, whatever. It's both, it's both sides. Like, yeah. it is, it is totally. really nice being in a relationship and having a partner, but it's really probably very nice to go and be single again. Trust ah. me. Like, I get to help people all the time, and I'm like, I kind of wish I was you. Yeah. yeah. It seems fun. Yeah. Be careful for what you wish for, right? Yeah. <laughs> totally. That's I'm exactly living through it. my friends who are divorced, so. Oh, and I was I'm telling him them. that that's different, too, because then you're, it's an entirely different. Yeah. Because then you're used goods. Well, it's more than they just use goods. There, there's just like a, uh, Younger guys have like this natural, like, you know, non-hatred towards women. But as soon yeah. as they've been divorced, the men are like, oh, well, you know, you're just, I've, I've had men say that their ex-wife was just see you next Tuesday. You know, I've had, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I mean, the mother of their children, that's what he's calling him. You know, it's just, 
there's a hostility that's because she was well she might have been or maybe in his position you know we don't know and it's not my position to judge but younger guys don't have that hostility towards women the way that you know divorcees do towards each other sometimes i i agree with you i totally agree yeah. with you it's so difficult. what kind of expectations do you think a, a guy should have or a woman well, i want to go back to you so what seems to be the issue so there so there, there really isn't an issue because you don't want to be dating that's i think you nailed it there i mean honestly cam i think if you wanted to you would be a lot more open to relationships unless you see it as a problem do you see it as a problem or do you think it's a problem because i think i want to be more sexually active than i am that's ah, okay. that's where but then uh, uh, but you're you're boyfriendy yes yeah, yes exactly yeah yeah he's relationship yeah. and i also don't necessarily like to have sex that's just like with a random person and because you're boyfriendy yeah so, so because I, I get turned on when I know the other person, like when I have that emotional connection with the person. Yeah. So I do prefer to be in a relationship for like intimacy's sake, but I don't really need it for all the other reasons people might want a relationship right now. Well, you can still have a connection with somebody and be intimate with them without yeah. having Friends a relationship. Benefit. Right. And that's been very hard to find. That's why you need Not to go out to find, with older You just need woman. to adjust the way that you're tackling that because most likely you act according to how a boyfriend would act uh, or somebody that wants to be in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. So you get into a relationship space. So, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That so if you wanted to be more casual, very... like define casual and then follow yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know exactly what you're doing, but I can just tell from talking to you, like yeah, that's you're somebody exactly right. who a woman would assume, yeah, you want to have a girlfriend. I would assume that about you. Exactly. Because you don't seem casual. Right, right, right. But you can adjust the way that you carry yourself a little bit. And that's like a, a longer conversation. Oh, but that's an can... interesting conversation. I think we have time for it. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Just let's dive right I into that I think we have one. time for it. But I, I, I say I want this also. I, I'm, like, I'm very conflicted. Oh, so see? It goes back, it goes to, the back to what we said in the right. beginning. You got to know what you want. And then yeah. it comes a lot easier. But also, what if right he things? goes for someone who he knows will not want a relationship? That's why I always love this older woman, younger men thing. Because... If you're a young guy in the 20s and you're with someone who's like in late 30s, 40s, you know, oh, it's probably going to not end up as like a marriage because it, unless it's like, you know, like me and my boyfriend, there's a big age gap. But it's atypical that you, you could then have this really intense, great sexually charged relationship without knowing in the long run that you're going to end up, you know, that she's going to want to get married and have kids and all that kind of stuff. Right. So that I'm saying he should go for someone older. Just to, to play with. Yeah. Okay, that, I think there's one option. We've also interviewed several women on this show that are around my age who just wanted casual sex. But then it might end up that you get feelings for each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and there then is it's the, like, well, then why? If we have casual sex, it's great. We have feelings for each other, it's great. Well, why wouldn't we go into the next step and have a relationship? But it's a kind of a, a crazy thing for me to ask, like... Okay, I want someone who I'm going to have enough feelings for that I'm actually going to want that emotional connection to have sex with them, but not so many feelings that I actually want to be in a full-blown relationship with them because I don't have time and interest. This is, but that's what your mom's saying. Go for somebody older who, right? Like the likelihood of that working out as something long-term or seeing each other as long-term probably wouldn't happen, and they'll be distracted with their own lives because they have their own stuff going on. Right. Totally. They may have kids already. That's not really who's attractive to you, isn't? He, he, right. Uh, he, did he say that? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't found any. I also, given that I'm meeting people at parties and, you know, friends of friends, it's very unlikely that I'm going to find someone five years out of my age range. Well, how much of an emotional connection do you need to have with somebody to be able to be sleeping with them? Like, what, what do you this need to be? This is the question. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is really the question. 
it's, uh, it's not this isn't like an abnormal thing at all you found me, i'm a relationship person but sometimes i don't want to be in a relationship mm. but i i need to have that connection as well but then i have that connection and then i want to spend more time with them or I want to be in that relationship with them. I don't, I, so I, I completely understand mm-hmm. where you're coming from. So it's just something that you can adjust yeah, yeah. for yourself. So you, yeah, go on. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to, I had a couple questions. Okay. Okay. One, is this a common thing that you see guys dealing with or the, not the guys that I deal with? So I would say some people come to me with this issue of, I'm not really sure what I want and I'm getting things, but it's not really what I want or what I'm looking for and I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Most, of, most of the guys come to me saying, I want this, but I can't get it. Uh-huh. How do I get this? Right, right, they right. want a relationship. No, it's not it's not about relationships. It's about options. Ah. Nobody's like, I, oh, I can't wait to fall in love and find the girl in my dreams. I don't hear I that. That's what your most of the people are. Oh no, no, no. Oh. but I, I would say that the end goal is for that. But I think right. first they want the options because they felt or they feel like they've never had the options that they're so limited. Are you in, in like their on a rating scale type of thing? Like, are you saying that they feel like they want like a seven, eight, or nine? Oh, and, everybody wants a seven. Yeah, nine. I don't and think then, anybody comes so and says, "I want a four. So how do how do you t- how do you tell a guy who may not be a seven, eight, or nine? Well, guys are lucky; they don't have to be a seven, eight, or nine <laughs> to get a seven, eight, or nine. They can be a two and yeah, freaking and have, amazing, especially if they have a lot of money. No, I'm just kidding. That's no, it is. I mean, that's a bonus as well. If you have money and you're awesome and you're charismatic and you dress well, like you, you could do a lot with not being as good looking as a man uh, women and then the women, women conversely the have to have the, the looks i guess if you they yeah. i see i i really believe looks is all in your mind it's confidence that matters like 100 percent. i always thought that like you know and we talked about this before many times cam and i about you know one of the girls in his class when she was like in junior high had all the guys after her and she was not the most attractive in the class she certainly wasn't the conventionally best body and everything and she had all the guys because she was so super confident and so friendly and for such, sure uh, you know but as a girl you have to have that base there there's got to be something you can't be like yeah, i mean she wasn't heinous right exactly but yes i can compl- I, I agree with you your personality definitely definitely enhances who you are so you said that you guys had also interviewed the owner of the bunny ranch right no two people that work there oh two people yeah. that work there okay so, yeah. so the owner of the bunny ranch was on our podcast he is not good looking no he is not he is freaking charismatic he is fat and gross and old wait but you, I, would, you would have sex with him oh yeah i can see how people would i don't i wouldn't i don't know if i'd be in a long-term relationship geez. with him but i i was like i get it i understand wow. why you're immediately attractive. what do you think i'm thinking that damn disgusting gross pubic hair that he probably has i don't know why she thinks so she always goes to the pubic hair I have that's vision. interesting i have this vision of like if i'm gonna have sex with this guy then he's probably gonna be gross down there i don't know but i wonder if he was more than just pubic hair to you and the owner of the bunny ranch if you got to know him and saw that he was charismatic and confident i wonder if it wouldn't really matter as much i don't know i i, don't <laughs> I know, know but i wonder i don't know that's the reason i won't go into these swinging lifestyles because i'm thinking ooh, i'm gonna get stuck with this you know, my boyfriend's going to be having fun with five girls over there getting a blowjob by all of them. And I'm going to be like, ew, I don't want to touch any of these guys. That's interesting. Yeah. Because maybe you wouldn't be like that. Maybe that's just a fear of yours. I don't know. We have to delve into that one yeah, day seriously. too. Seriously, I've, I've wanted to experiment in that world. Not as, like in a voyeuristic way, not in a participatory way. I would do it in an exhibitionist way. 
And what you do it in front of I people? Would, I would do. I haven't, but I'd be much more interested in doing that. Really? I didn't That's know interesting. That. Yeah, I, I thought I, if anything, you'd I'm want to be the voyeur. Uh, I'm really. A, I would like to. No, but it would be with my boyfriend, not yes, like obviously. some random, disgusting, gross guy. That's what I'm saying. You would want people watching you. I wouldn't mind that. That's a turn on to me. Oh my god! Interesting. I, That's never, I mean, like this isn't my fantasy. Oh. This is not in reality. I have never done anything like this. I'm vanilla. We talked we're, about no, that. I'm we're, boring. We're stepping closer to making. I, I think he you keeps are pushing every, me into. I'm doing not this. pushing. I the fuck do I want? I don't want that at all. <laughs> so why don't you just try it? I don't know. It just hasn't haven't the opportunity hasn't arose well, arisen. But, but even what you're doing right now is like you're making up all these negatives that could potentially yeah. happen. I that's have to exactly, do the five, four, three, two, one thing. Yeah. Just go for it. Yeah. But that's yeah. what happens with all my clients. They they like highlight all the negatives right. and those go into their head about these things that could happen. I'm like, Wow, do you know that these things could happen? Have you done it yet? Have you read the five second rule? You would love that book. I didn't even know there was a book for it. My, it's not the one that with your children that for dropping food because that's a myth. I know. Well, I, I, this kid lived even though he ate dirt. So who, who cares? Yeah, exactly. I, uh, yeah. You did. Oh, anyway, that's where your issues no, come from. The, five, yes. the five second rule of everything is, by the way, you have young children. Wait till you get with the, in their 20s. They, it's all Ugh, my fault. I know. They get disgusting, right? <laughs> no, they get even better. Oh, they get better. I know they get dirty and smelly. No, I they get boys. awesome. Uh, oh, the boys are the best. And, and my daughter, too. So. Oh, oh, wow. So there's three of you. Uh, there's, yeah. there's three children and uh, they're all... We just in, figured out who mom's favorites are. Oh, uh, interesting. No, no, no. I know. I'm it all saying, comes out on the when podcast. I say, yeah. When I say boys are the best, I mean easiest. There's yeah. no question. I know I've heard that. Just easy. I know. I come from three girls. I oh, know. I was, like, God. basically tore poor father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no say in the household oh. at all. Oh, so I was very man. happy to have boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, how do we get on that subject? <laughs> yeah. We were all over the place. Five second rule. Five second yeah, rule. Mel yeah. That's what happens with me. I, uh, I end up. Mel, Mel Robbins' rule can apply to all that. What you what you were just saying. Basically, she, she, you and her would be simpatico because her whole thing is your brain in five seconds will tell you not to do something. So you yeah. have five, four, three, two, one, and you need to act See, on I it. I have the three second rule. Oh, wait, three seconds. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. My, it's three, two, one, go. When I first started doing what wow. I was doing 13 years ago, uh, I had these bracelets made, like rubber band bracelets, because I, well, now it's in my hair, but typically I wear um, elastic band around my wrist, because in the, I used to be very shy. and I, I was shy too, which is yeah. so weird that, you know. But this is how it happens. Yeah. It's like, this is how you learn to be unshy, is by teaching other people, you know, to get over it. And so what I had done was I would wear this uh, hair elastic around my wrist. And whenever I was nervous, I would go three, two, one. I would snap the rubber band and then I would go and do what I wanted to do. So I made these rubber bands to give out to my clients. Good call. Yeah. Very, very good behavior. But I, I think you and Mel would get along great. <laughs> Sounds like we would. I've never met her, but I, I would love to because it really did uh, alter the way I was thinking about a lot of things. Good. I. Uh, can I veer us back on the track a little bit? Yes, please continue to do that because I know that we can go off. No, I, so I was curious. You said change the way that you're presenting yourself yeah. so that you don't, that I don't appear as like a boyfriendy and give off more of a vibe like, hey, I'm just looking at fun. Relax. Everyone can relax here. If you can think that in your mind, you can write it or write it down in your phone or stick it on a piece of paper in your back pocket and constantly remind yourself of that. That's his mantra and when he meditates. Yeah. It would be it would be helpful to your interactions. Because I'm guessing I am not a boyfriend. Like when, I am not a boyfriend. Yeah. I am a I'm a Casanova. I'm a yeah. Don Juan. I, or I don't want to be a boyfriend. Yeah. It, and just remember that. So in the way so I'd I'd need to know more of the things that you are doing when you're interacting with women. So like are you asking really personal questions? Are you? Oh yeah. So stop doing that. 
What did you think of the meaning of life I, and I Deepak do, Chopra? I do feel weird. I, I feel inauthentic if I don't uh, express that part of myself because that's a big part of to be, it's probably to be a huge vulnerable turn on for you as well yeah yeah like it, it was it's actually like super off-putting to me if i don't know the person and we're hooking up i'm like who the fuck is this person but what are what is it that you want to know like what kind of questions do you ask people kind of what what i <laughs> what I is the meaning of life he would like to have Listen, that i've had understood. great conversations with people like that too and then i've slept with them and it's nothing more afterwards so you hussy yeah. you oh, that's <sighs> interesting so, I mean, you can you can totally meet at the mind. It's about how you carry yourself afterwards. So, mm. like, you can have great deep conversation, but it's it's how you act towards. And if you talk about plans in the future, if you hold them after you mm. have sex, if you, like, so I had this one client who... Wait, is that good or bad if you're holding them after the sex? Are you saying that... No, you should not be. That's, that's intimate. If, that's if intimacy. I'm trying, right. If, if I'm you're trying. trying to disconnect after sex, you don't yeah. do the whole cuddling thing? No, you can, you, can, you can cuddle for a second, but I wouldn't say, like, wake up in the morning and cuddle with each other and snuggle and then say what do you want to do for breakfast mm-hmm. like things like that so I had this one client who contacted me like a long time ago and he said I you know I have this this issue that um all the girls that I sleep with end up falling in love with me so I said okay well what is it that you're doing and it ended up that he was doing very boyfriend behaviors mm-hmm. so this one woman who he had slept with he had learned tantra like a very long time ago when he was young from this older woman who was like a cougar thank you and so that's how he had learned about pleasuring women. So that's, first of all, the experience that he gives to these younger women that he's dating is like a rockin' sexual experience that they've never had before. So right away, that woman's going to be thinking, oh my God, if I'm feeling this with you, we must have some sort of strong connection. Plus, he's having wonderful conversation with them because he's an intellect. Mm. But the things that he was doing was that if they were like shaking after they had sex, he would go and he would draw them a bath and he would light them candles and he would, you know, say, go take a bath. My boyfriend would never do that. But so like things like that that were very intimate afterwards and boyfriendy and Mm -hmm. he would like cuddle with them and hold them and then talk to them about things Mm -hmm. and I don't want you to cut yourself off completely and just be like a dick to girls after you sleep with them Mm. but I I think that those things are extremely intimate to do with and it's mixed messages if you're saying you're going into the saying well this is just gonna be a one night thing or even a casual relationship and then you're doing all that stuff that that is very intimate so it's it's yeah I don't think you're doing those things I don't think you're going to that extreme but you're going to the extreme of probably contacting them the next day and continuing to contact Mm. them on a regular basis so this is like the dumbed down version of it which I'm guessing you're doing because you're a nice guy or making plans with them Mm -hmm. things that you may not want to be doing or may Mm -hmm. not know yet that you don't want to be doing Mm -hmm. but they're setting you up to say we're dating yeah as opposed to we're having fun and being casual even though we click at the mind right but there's nothing more here Mm -hmm. so by saying be more casual i'm being serious with that be more casual and don't feel the need to have to be that nice guy who then texts every day. Yeah. Well, I think my defense, me- my defense mechanism against doing that was I, I kind of realized that oh, that's kind of where I'm going, and oh, I feel oh, it's never a fun feeling of, like letting someone down, you know. And and also like I'm, I feel like I'm kind of oh, there's like a lot of hangups there. So then I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to see anyone for points of time. <laughs> and then he breaks up with people that don't even know they're dating him. <laughs> that yeah and, and and then i end up in those situations where i'm like all right well, when i want to date i better call this whole fucking thing off and and so, they're like who are you <laughs> yeah so I, you're, I, you're I, also I taking it more seriously than they are totally he's had he's had well, a sexual encounter it, on this pot talked about on this podcast where this girl's like 
right, it was great sex. And then that was the end of it. And he was like, what? <laughs> I thought we were engaged. <laughs> no, I was like, I was like, that was not a good experience for me. But it was, in, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I am in a very uh, self-discovery state. This is, I think, what you forget at 29. That uh-huh. you, it, it's hard to know what you want and uh you know, and and process like oh it's okay to treat someone i'm okay with treating someone like this i'm and this is kind of what i expect from this whole situation it's kind of egocentric to think that you're that great anyway though like you know like the women can be using you not using you but enjoying sex with you just as much as you're enjoying sex with them without expecting you to be in love with them totally I mean, I you've obviously done that. a good job as a mom as well because of the way that he's acting towards other individuals, let alone women. Thank you. He's very kind. He's a, he, 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 inconsiderate he's super, towards he's super other people. Kind. Yes, yes. And I, that I, is a it's a wonderful I didn't, treat. I didn't raise no fuck boy. Yeah. <laughs> we've had that. I know. But he's like, oh, I want to be. It's a fuck boy. Why can't <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we've interviewed it's, those. It's confusing yeah, though because I it, it, it you kind of want everything, but it's hard to get. Trust me. In my head, I want to be a huge whore. I, I could never do it. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because I, I don't believe in it. I don't, I, I can't do those things. It's just, I Have you I talked about have, it with your husband? Like, hey, you know, uh, what if we tried? You know, oh, bring, with my husband, I'm, I'm fine with no, doing I'm those No, I'm not bringing things. somebody else. In, or, no, I don't. Or having even, you open the marriage up to do that. Because I, I don't really want to do In my mind, See, I do. Because in I'm my saying. mind. I'm saying the same thing to you that I, you asked me before. Why don't you go and do the exhibition? Because it's all, it's much more it's, it's almost more fun better in the fantasy. It's more for me. It's even more fun talking about these things and actually doing them sometimes. There but again, some of it may be fear. But like, I I could have had multiple opportunities to do very, you know, sexual, open slut. I don't even want to call it slutty anymore. But like, why slutty is re- being redefined? We just okay, good. We then just interviewed go. Jupiter slut. There you go. Fine. But like, so I I I in my mind would want to do those things, but it's because I think I'm supposed to. Hmm. Or I would have, I think I was supposed to have those experiences, not because exactly. I actually want to do it. And so, but that's, that's about getting to know who you are. And yes, at 29, you may not know that yet. Right. And not, may not be settled with the fact that this is who you are. I'm proud of it and owning it. Totally. Yeah. And there are times where I'm like, yeah, this is exactly, I'm very comfortable with this. And then there are times where I'm like, but maybe it is that just fear prevented me from going forward with this. Yeah. And maybe if I took a different angle, I'd find like, uh, that there is, there are people that I could be in casual relationships with that. So that that's where the or you might find the love of your life and then you'll change your mind again. Who cares? Yeah, you've had good relationships too. He's had good relationships. Yeah, thank you. Which is great because I never did. I was like married at twenty three. I mean, I mean, I had like one relationship other that I considered like really good before that. See, that's that's the benefit now to people in their twenties. I think they do it way better. They're smarter. Like I didn't get married till I was twenty nine. My husband wasn't. He was thirty nine. When he got married. So he had a lot of fun underneath his belt. And then, you know, he wanted to have kids right away. I'm like, no way. I just started having fun. We're just enjoying each other. So I made him wait Mm -hmm. for having kids because I was like, no, I'm enjoying this. Whereas a lot of my friends got married a lot younger and had kids right away. And I'm, if I did that, I'm sure I would be saying I was very happy to do that. But I'm happy that I got that time to be me and figure out more about myself before I had kids. Because I honestly having kids has rocked my world so i don't i think if i didn't have that confidence that i had built up during that time i i think i would be not as good we were talking mm. about that as well we were just saying how like yeah. you have kids young you know, like your whole world is just about the kids and it's not really about yourself 
it's not even close to being about it's yourself. It's basically you're a breeder. Yeah, <laughs> you are. Even when you, especially when you go out with the grandparents, it's like everyone's swooping over this child. Yeah. How do people find your your stuff if they wanted to um, see your work? You find it on iTunes or I, most likely on any platform that you're using to find I podcasts. found you on YouTube. Yes, you can find it on YouTube as well. Um, and just type in Ask Women Podcast and then it pops up. Yeah. I love your podcast. I highly Thank recommend you. it to and our I listeners. Love you. I love your podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Marnie, for You're coming welcome. on the show. Mar- Marnie the Wing Girl. Yeah. Uh, we often end with the same question, which is, have you ever been, I guess, have you ever walked in on a parent or vice versa having, having sex? No. Oh. I wish I walked into my parents. My parents don't have sex. <laughs> How do you know that? I'm very certain they don't have sex. I I'm a very vocal person. I t- I talk to my parents. I know they don't have sex and they have not had sex in what, a very long time. When did they stop having sex? That I don't know, but they have been sleeping in different bedrooms since I was a baby. That's kind of nice. I mean, it is nice. <laughs> it is nice as long as long as they were sneaking up. And I mean, yeah. I have two other sisters, so I know they were Apparently having sex they at had some sex point. Three times, exactly. But I, yeah, I don't. They, they don't anymore. Um, I wish I walked in on them having sex. That's hilarious. But they're ve- they're very open to talking about. Like my mom, when I was younger, she had like uh, stick figures that she drew of all of my family members naked and would like talk to me about the body and about sex and That's stuff. Great. So like she's very comfortable talking about that stuff. But yeah, they don't have sex. Well, just wait till your kid walks in on you having sex. I can't even imagine. Oh. Come, come back on a podcast and tell us about it. <laughs> yeah. I will. Thank you, Marnie. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.